0: Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff. And as always, here's my husband, Eve. Hello. (laughs) Um, Today we're doing something a little bit special that we are going to put up for Valentine's Day.
1: Something special for a special day.
0: And that special thing is Hibiki Harmony.
1: Which is a Japanese whiskey, so we're going more exotic for the day. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. This is something we've had on the shelf for a while. We actually got this um, last year on our trip to Kentucky when we went through uh, Tennessee.
1: Yeah. And within the very near future, we will be going back to Tennessee. I
0: look forward to that. I will be sure to put a bunch of little stories, photos, and videos up on my Instagram stories. So be sure to check that out um, in the coming future because you'll see. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and get into this.
1: So what do we know about this particular bottling?
0: We know that we spent $70 on this.
1: But the average price can range from $65 to $80 or even more depending upon where you're finding
0: it. Yeah, um, we know that this has a like absolutely gorgeous glass bottle and a glass-topped um, cork. cork. Yeah, and it uses a, a, a real non-synthetic cork, but the glass top with the kind of etched—I um, was a kanji. Yeah. In it is absolutely gorgeous.
1: Um, actually, I think it's the um, the kanji on the label, mm-hmm. but etched into the glass, which yeah. it's so classy. I can't even.
0: Yeah, it's a very pretty bottle. Um, what is the the proof of this?
1: The proof of this is 43% or 86 proof. And um, we did mention that this is a Japanese whiskey. And not to rant too much, but there is some shady, shady things that exist within the Japanese whiskey industry that... There's not real regulations on what can be called Japanese whiskey. Yeah,
0: I just want to pause for a moment, because I don't like saying that it is shady.
1: Well, the industry as a whole.
0: There's just no qualifications of what makes a Japanese whiskey. It can be something that is made in... America, made in Scotland, made in Ireland, Literally made in... Literally anywhere in the world. Made anywhere in the world, but bottled in Japan, and it can be called a Japanese whiskey.
1: So, when you are purchasing or des- deciding what to purchase for Japanese whiskeys, you really need to do your research to know what you're getting.
0: Yeah. Um, so, now that that... Is out of the way. Out of the way. Um, did we talk about the proof? We did. We
1: did talk about the proof. And... Uh, we did... Not talk about the age or what it's a blend of. Okay.
0: First, uh, we did talk about this being a Japanese whiskey. This is mm-hmm. made by the Centauri Company.
1: Yeah. Those of you may know that we have referenced uh, Beam Centauri or Suntory Beam in the past. And mm-hmm. this is the Suntory side of it.
0: Yes. Um. So uh, this is a, a blend. This is a
1: unique blend. A very
0: unique blend. It has 10 different malt and grain-based whiskeys. It is aged in five different casks in three different distilleries.
1: That are all owned by Suntory. That are
0: all owned by Suntory.
1: That is quite a lot to go into a blend. Um, You could definitely tell that Suntory takes to heart the Japanese, or the Scottish style of whiskey making when they came up with this particular product.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... With our, our initial pour and resting that we do prior to the episode, that is the one thing that came to mind, was that it has a very scotch... It does. Um, yeah. You know, everything to it. So, uh, with all that being said, I don't want to drag this on for too long. Uh, we are going to go ahead and take our break, and we will be right back with our nosing and our tasting. Okay, we're back, and uh, let's just go ahead and get on into it.
1: That sounds like a plan to me.
0: Okay, so this is something that you definitely need to pour a few minutes before you actually want to drink it or smell it.
1: And let it breathe. And let it breathe,
0: because initially when we poured this about, I'd say about six or seven minutes ago at this point it was just a hit of alcohol you couldn't smell anything beneath it which
1: is ridiculous first thing it's 43 yeah, percent um, but
0: now all of that kind of grain dustiness is coming out in the nose
1: yeah you can definitely tell that there is um, grain whiskey added into this um, it, it's it's very very bright very shiny mm-hmm.
0: there's kind of this buttery, shortbready, creaminess to the nose as well. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely getting that. Um, I'm also picking up a bit of, um, for lack of a better phrase, maltiness. What I notice a lot in um, single malt scotches, I'm definitely picking up that, that kind sweet, of... m- almost brown sugary maltiness. But like
0: fermenty brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which is why
1: I wouldn't just straight out say brown sugar, but it's it's... It is a note that I find distinctly in single malt scotches. Yeah. yeah and that, that's the best way I can explain that.
0: And the last thing that I'm getting with each pass is a hit of green apple.
1: That is the fruitiness that I'm actually starting to pick up on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm actually getting it on the nose. <laughs> I wasn't a, I wasn't initially, but it's it's coming through. I I get what you mean that it's it's that tart fruit, not yeah, sweet fruit.
0: Not sweet. It's definitely kind of tart, acidic. Green apple, baby pears, things that... Like, that...
1: almost Granny Smith?
0: Yes. That, that, when I think of a tart green apple... You
1: know... Okay, there's like five billion different varieties of apple. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, okay, let's get into the taste. You ready? I'm
0: ready. It tastes how it smells.
1: Yeah. Um... I
0: mean, everything that that I I smelled with my sniffer, I'm tasting with my tongue.
1: I will say that, <laughs> as I said before, uh, before we took our break, this definitely is very reminiscent of a higher-end blended scotch.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, um, oddly enough, I would say that, mm, nope, I'm gonna hold that thought, and when we get towards the end, I'll have mm-hmm. you grab it, and I'll make that decision then. Um, okay, so all of that grain is coming through.
1: Yeah, you could definitely... That yeah, the the young graininess that doesn't the really have a lot of depth to that.
0: Fermenty brown sugary maltiness is definitely coming mm-hmm. through. The apple is there, and there is a very very slight bit of ashiness.
1: Ashy is the word I would use. Um, I didn't get it on the first couple of sips, mm-hmm. but going back, it it showed up, and then it disappeared, and then it showed up again.
0: Mm. Yes, and that's that's what I'm noticing with this. If you're not a fan of peated things, but you want to try a good uh, Japanese whiskey that is reasonably priced, this is great because there is just the slightest whisper of peatiness, of ashiness, of smokiness, where it's... It's here and it's gone in such quick, you know, session that and, you don't even notice it half the time. Well,
1: the thing to me, um, in my opinion anyway, is that ashy note. Mm-hmm. I will, I would not, when I'm not a fan of Pete, like what you would find in like a Highland or an Isla Scotch, that deep, dark smoke that just kind of envelops your palate. That and just, savory
0: unctuousness. Yeah.
1: This is not that. No. This is a very light ashy that just is one of the many notes in there. And it's just, oh, hey, there it is. Oh, and it's gone. Yeah. Um. It's,
0: Everything it's... about this whiskey is bright. Yeah. It is bright. It is sweet. It is tart. It is ever so slightly ashy towards the end. But that is absolutely beautiful. It is. Do you think it's worth the $70? Um,
1: so, controversial opinion? Nope. I agree. I would akin this to a maybe $30 to $35 blended scotch that you could get pretty much anywhere without even trying. Yeah. Um, the biggest benefit that the Habiki Harmony has over those other scotches is the bottle itself. It's pretty. Um, I mean, it's one of those that you drink it, you enjoy the scotch... The, <laughs> the Japanese whiskey <laughs> inside of it. Um, practically scotch. Um, and, then, and then you have a beautiful decanter for other things when you're done with it.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I would be much happier spending 45 maybe 50 on this.
1: That's the very high end for this.
0: But we've had it for... Over a year. Over a year at this point, and there's less than, like, three ounces missing from it.
1: Yeah, we, we don't gear towards scotch often for what we're wanting to drink, and this definitely is not one of the ones we we reach for thinking, hey, I really want some of this.
0: Yeah, because as far as whiskey is concerned, non-American, mm-hmm. um, I would go for the Red over this any day.
1: Yeah, yeah, go the Irish route.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you know what? At this point in time, that's actually uh, a near equivalent price point to uh-huh. the Hibiki.
0: Okay, so the one thing I wanted to do, and uh, if you could run over there real quick for me. I can. Can you grab the um, Sexton? I want to see how that compares, because when I was trying this, and that graininess, um, that was reminding me of what the the Sexton uh, tasted yeah,
1: like. Yeah, that, that single malt Irish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can you grab
1: that for me? Yeah, I will be right back with that in just a moment.
0: Okay, so um, we we have a few things on the table now. We're kind of going through and seeing if anything... Um,
1: can compare? Can
0: compare. And on the table we have um, Sexton, which is an Irish... Sing- Irish single malt. Irish single malt. We have uh, Naked Grouse.
1: Which is a blended malt scotch...
0: And we have, uh, Space Glen Moray.
1: Sherry cask finish.
0: Okay. So, uh, my initial thought went to the sex and being similar. Okay. And so how does
1: it compare in your opinion?
0: It actually smells really damn similar.
1: I'd say you're about 75%. Yeah. Um, there's
0: a little bit more sweetness to it on the nose than there is to the, uh, Hibiki.
1: The palette's close. I'll give you the palette. The, the, it's a little bit closer. So the Hibiki.
0: Yes, mm, it is. In fact,
1: I dare say, I actually think it's a little bit better than the Hibiki. I agree. <laughs> okay, next is uh, the Glenmorey Sherry Cask.
0: No, there's too much um, peppery spiciness to it the, compared to Hibiki. How about the nose? No.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. This is the one that I think is going to be the closest. So this is Naked Grouse.
0: Oh, yep. Yeah.
1: Without yeah. that, with, without that, like bright, shiny, almost brittliness that you could find in the habiki.
0: I mean, try
1: I, that. I have, I have my own. Try that together. Okay, so yeah,
0: they are um, strikingly similar.
1: So the naked grouse has a lot of the same notes that you would find in the habiki if you were to take away that.
0: The, uh, brightness. the
1: brightness. The brightness, the grain aspect of it. Because that's, that's what I pick up when I think of grain.
0: And Sexton has a similar palette, though it is a little bit sweeter.
1: Yes. Um... And for the record, the Sexton, we got for around $26. No,
0: we got for $23. I
1: apologize. It was $23. And the Naked Grouse, we found at a shop in Daytona for $19.99. But in our area, it's around $29.99. But regardless... Yeah,
0: so with all that being said, uh, Heavy harmony is okay for its price. However, if you want something that is similar... Similar enough that the price differential makes it worth it. Yep. Go for uh, the Irish single malt uh, sexton. It comes in a little black uh, hexagonal hexagonal bottle. bottle. Or the uh, for rather for around $23 or the nondescript naked grouse bottle. That will run you maybe twenty five. This is a hell of a lot better than seventy to eighty dollars.
1: Yeah, or even on the low end, sixty five. Like, yeah. oh
0: yeah. So uh, we we definitely don't hate this. Um, it's something that we will love having on our shelf. But I do not believe that once this is gone, should this ever actually finish, yeah, that it'll be something that we will replace.
1: I agree with you entirely in that regard.
0: Yeah. So, uh, just to reiterate, we like it. We think it's worth roughly thirty bucks. Thirty to fifty dollars, depending on who you're asking. Uh, between the two of us, I think you should go for Sexton, which is twenty-three dollars over Hibiki. Th- and
1: I think you should go for Naked Grouse, which is between twenty and thirty dollars, which is just a damn low price compared to Hibiki. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I do not believe we have anything else to say about this. Neither do I. So with all that being said, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And in eight days from when you guys listen to this, I will have my own subreddit. Yes. I have a bourbon and stuff user on Reddit now however i cannot create a new subreddit until i am 30 days old so i am almost there and i will be putting all of my podcasts there and i will be looking for suggestions on what to try and yes please do look for that uh if you should feel so inclined to support us you can do that directly through our podcast uh hosting station or you can do that by listening to us or by sharing our link All are fantastic and we love you for all that you do.
1: And um, just a special shout out to uh, Matt and Jimmy from the um, Whiskey 904 group um, for just being awesome and amazing people and um, some of our favorite listeners.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And
1: with that being said, remember that all whiskeys are meant to be shared.